Welcome to Never End the Intermission, where we talk about the next movie we'll be subjecting Tepper to. I'm your host, Ivan. I'm your guest, Jeff. And I'm your guest, Lindsay. And of course, I'm Tepper. So this month we watched The Shadow. Um, I was wondering if anyone here has stopped any mysteries lately. <laughs> That's my favorite thing to come out of that episode. <laughs> the man who stops mysteries. I will say that I have like unironically used mystery stopped instead of mystery solved like multiple times and like kind of not on purpose. Just mystery stop sounds great. <laughs> it's definitely anytime, anytime it feels right, it has been coming up and that's been good. <laughs> uh, I will say uh, <laughs> Uh, Corradini is starting a new character in a in a in a uh, role playing game who fall who worships the god of stopping mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the, the, the mysteries need to be stopped. Like it's just got to happen. They're a menace. Yeah, they are society. a menace. Think about how many like murders happen, or like whatever, like <laughs> hidden gold, or like money in the walls or whatever else it's like just stop those mysteries before they even start listen but there are like there are bad mysteries where like we need to find the murderer or let's find the gold i guess but there's also like mystery seems to be a fun thing too needs to be stopped it needs (laughs) to be stopped he's gonna take the fun out of every mystery he's gonna solve them all well no not solve them all stop them all yeah so solve it only solve if it's the quickest way to stop yes 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 and if it takes too long well you just stop the mystery think how little social reach jk uh, rowling could would have if we had just stopped the mystery of harry potter right we could have just stopped that mystery (laughs) never dealt with any of this nonsense (sighs) well ideal (laughs) ideal world does that mean that just like questions are illegal like, like, what do you mean? Questions are like, illegal. Like, if I have a, if I want to learn something, I have a question. Like, how do I do this thing? Like, it's a mystery to me, right? At that point, anything unknown to you is a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> if it's known to society, and you can easily access it, I guess it's maybe not a mystery. But also, be careful when you're in the library if the mystery <laughs> stopper's nearby. <laughs> you might be in a mystery gray zone, you know. Yeah, you you better only be reading books you've read before. <laughs> Especially, it better not be a mystery book. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he'll he'll just come by and tell you who the killer is. Mystery stopped. The butler did it. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Like I swear, I'm just reading this this uh, novel for uh, for fan fiction material. I don't care about the mystery. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. So, uh, um, sorry, no, Tepper, continue. Oh no, go ahead. Okay, well, I was going to say the other thing that I was thinking about. So um, after we watched The Shadow, um, one of the things that we had talked about was how Sam Raimi Mm -hmm. um, wanted to do The Shadow and then didn't get it and then made up his own superhero movie, Darkman. Mm -hmm. And after we recorded, um, Jeff and I decided to watch Darkman. And let me tell you, that movie sucks. It sucks. <laughs> it's a really, really <laughs> okay. horrible movie. Is it the worst movie you've ever seen? 
Does it suck, or is it your version of sucking? <laughs> I don't know what. What is my version of? <laughs> uh, more, more so, uh, Lindsay. Um, after, especially after watching The Shadow. Oh no! Right. Um, I cannot trust what you define as bad or sucks or otherwise is of poor quality. So here's the mystery about all this: is that <laughs> stop it, be right careful. there. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make, watched... don't make me turn this podcast off. <laughs> <laughs> don't stop this. I'm going to put a stop to this mystery. The issue is that we watched the Siskel and Ebert review of Darkman, and they both seem to like it, at least like how it looks, at least like the tone of it and stuff. But like, um, there was like disagreement between them about whether or not it's a good story. But I think Lindsay and I both agree that the story is bad, but also it looks like shit. <laughs> mm. so. They did this like bizarre combination of so much money to spend on good practical stunts and effects, and then yeah. just like the most atrocious green screen Ooh. acting you've oh. ever seen. Like just like scenes like the same fight scene like it's not like oh this awkward love scene that's green screened but then this really good fight it's like interlaced together it's really bad ah, so you get the worst of both worlds that yeah that that sounds like that time in cinema <laughs> all that to say basically that i don't think that sam raimi could have done a better job of the shadow <laughs> no i think i mean the the Darkman looks like a low-budget horror movie director made a superhero movie, which is mm. the which is exactly the what happened. Right, that's yeah. true. There's no mystery to be stopped there. <laughs> <laughs> mystery solved. Like, yeah. Okay, so Tepper, I know we disagree on what good and bad movies are because also you think that Ben Helsing is good. <laughs> I think I think Van Helsing is a fine movie. I wouldn't necessarily call it good, but I would definitely mm. not call it whatever you seem to refer to it as. It's you're you're, ve- you're very negative about it when it's like a perfectly fine genre film. It's so long. <laughs> I, I don't even know how long it is, and it's not even okay. that confusing. But okay, let okay, let's connect. Van Helsing to the shadow because Jeff and I were talking about the shadow today. Now and... you're just insulting Van Helsing. Like I'm disappointed <laughs> in you. I'm ha- I'm okay with insulting Van Helsing. It's a trash <laughs> movie and it's confusing and I don't get it. And anyway, um, one thing that I think that the shadow is really missing that Van Helsing does get points for, and like your examples were like James Bond movies or like whenever in a movie you get the scene where you see all the cool tech and how it works and why. Yes. The gadgets. The gadget yeah. scene. Yes, the, the gadgets the are really fun in Van Helsing. Yeah, they totally are. I'll give you that much. But we just don't get that in the shadow. And we get all these, we have all these tubes. We have these these rings that glow magically. Like there's all this tech have, going on. They have video conference technology yeah they have zoom they have zoom in the 1930s and there's just no pause for that tube man to be like ah yeah let me update you on the tubes like (laughs) you know (laughs) it was like there it wasn't there was like an old senator in the like mid 2000s who tried to claim that he was like trying they were talking oh yeah the internet is a series series of tubes tubes. yeah (laughs) yeah that one's a classic 
Yeah, we need that guy in the shadow to explain things. So when he when that senator was like, "What's the internet?" Someone put on the shadow. Yeah, and there was like pneumatic <laughs> tubes at the bank. It's that. That's why I used to name my uh, Wi-Fi network uh, Mushroom Kingdom because it's also a series of tubes. Oh, <laughs> cute! <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so I I I think your problem is is that you want the movie to stop and give you an explanation on things that about how the world functions and works. And I don't think that's that kind of movie. This, this, the shadow feels like a, like a, like a really comic booky comic book movie in the sense of like, they go like, we don't have to explain shit to you because it's a comic <laughs> book movie and we can just pull stuff. Like they show the tubes and they go like, it works. Don't ask us how it works. It works. Comic book logic. Like it just, it's it's the same as like why does cancer still exist when Reed Richards is in the Marvel universe? Like like why why do certain like when you have all these super brilliant, super strong people running around, why does the world still have old like social problems or you know things like that? So like in like in Batman, the the first Christopher Nolan Batman. Mm-hmm. We we get like the the training sequence, yeah. In, you know wherever the hell he is, and then we get like the beginning of him doing crime fighting, right? And and like how he sort of builds up a name for himself as a vigilante crime fighter. Yes, and we don't get any of that in this. We get like the he meets the guy who's going to do the training sequence, and then none of the training sequence. And then it's seven years later and he's full on just like a, f- a full vigilante with like tubes, with tu- like tube infrastructure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's he's a uh, he's a real innovator. So I, so it's like there, too. There, there, <laughs> there is there's got to be a good way to like introduce a crime fighter or introduce a, a complex character that doesn't just drop you into like. Things have just been this way for a few years. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. We don't need dense exposition. Like even the, the Batman with the Keaton Batman, you get yeah. gadget scenes. You get gadget level ups. The the car gets upgraded or something. I don't know. It's revealed that he has a plane. There's no explanation for that, but it's <laughs> cool still. <laughs> we had a we hey we opened with we opened with an early gadget scene. There was the mouth knife. Uh, is that a gadget? And is it explained? That a mystical object. It yeah. flew at him and then tried to bite him and then successfully bit him. Uh, and then later he controlled it because. Yeah, his will was strong or something. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think it's fine to sometimes like skip the origin story and just go right into the meat of the story. Then they like, shouldn't have had the first ten minutes. Like I agree, together, I you know? I agree with you. I agree with you on that. Like I I honestly would prefer this movie had just skipped, just have it start at the bridge scene. Like he's yes. a vigilante, and he's doing stuff, and like that's all you need to know, really. And then like maybe later when the villains revealed, be like, yes, you trained in this area of the world, and yeah, have a flashback. Remember the mouth knife? Good times. Yeah, mouth (laughs) knife? Yeah, yeah. Check out my cool knife. (laughs) Yeah. um, 
I, I just think like some, sometimes like origin stories take so fucking long to get to the point where like of the character and where all the cool stuff is sometimes mm-hmm. uh, poorly done origin stories. And like the, what Batman had was working into its advantage was that it had three movies. So it could be like, okay, here's the origin and then here's the other stuff. And there's a reason why people think the dark Knight is the best one of the three. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I just don't mind my stories not feeling the need to explain everything to me as long as it isn't too ass pulley. Uh, and this this movie like is that a is that a word? I don't know. It's a <laughs> did did it did it convey my point correctly? I have no idea what your point was. That as long as a movie doesn't pull random extreme changes or like power ups in the middle of a story, I don't mind them being like, and suddenly he has this, or like suddenly this is a part of his power. Like I don't mind that as long as it is not done poorly i'm i'm on board with that like i also don't need things to be explicitly told to me like that that gets annoying or just like an exposition dump like that's not what i'm asking for but i mean like reflecting back on the shadow every single fight scene like the the way that his powers manifest visually is different every time like sometimes he's straight up invisible and sometimes he's actually just the shadow on the wall and sometimes he's this weird pixelated thing that can like move through the air and like and then the the way that things affect his body or the shadow or like whatever like there's just no sense of like like understanding at all what his power is you know like like i don't need an exposition dump but i do need to like have some sense of what he's capable of right yeah i I mean ideally we don't need an exposition dump because things are clear but (laughs) If it's not clear, we need some explanation, right? Otherwise, I'm watching a movie and getting more and more angry at the story <laughs> and the the script supervisor <laughs> because it's I don't know what's going on or why. Yeah, um, there there are bits of that movie that were just like, oh, I guess this is happening. Like the 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 weird one to me was that like tube with the water, not tube. Um, the dome with all the water and it was the like, water thing. why is this why? set piece happening so that tim curry could shoot him yeah but yeah basically <laughs> um and he could be rescued and stuff but like <sighs> the there are definitely like problems with this movie i just don't think <laughs> it's nearly as bad as you have described it to me pre before we watched it like, I was expecting yeah. a piece of absolutely atrocious filmmaking that is, like, barely watchable. And what I got was, like, an extremely mediocre to bad superhero movie in the era of, like, when superhero movies overall weren't very good. Actually, I mean, that, that, that scene's actually kind of a point in, this, in its favor. Because, like, that's not a scene you get where, like, the male superhero lead is physically rescued by the love interest. That's you know what? True. Yeah, actually, yeah, you're right. Yeah, actually, this movie's really progressive. <laughs> That's the US of A you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that line is so good. <laughs> I just I just love the like tension between the main hero and the main villain. Like, when he shows up in uh the shadows mm. base, she's like, Hey, what's up, man? Just kiss. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, he straight up just knows where he's at. Yeah. And doesn't doesn't bother him. <laughs> I, I, I really like the like moving floor in the villain's lair. That that shit was great. How does yeah. that work? That was cool. I, was I didn't like even a... care. That was cool. Like That was like a marble game. Like, like it was a cool marble game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For some reason it was literally a marble game. <laughs> <laughs> But like, like that, that, that would be like, like the moving floor is an example of like, I don't mind the movie not feeling the need to explain things to me because it's just like, oh, the floor moves now. Yeah, cool. <laughs> like, all right, well, I'm, I'm fine with this. Um, but yeah, the, the shadow, like, like, again, like it's not a great movie and it is certainly not something where I'm going to be like, man, you know what? I'm just craving, just dying to watch right now. <laughs> the shadow. Like, no, like, like not even close. Um, and even like in terms of recommending it to people, like unless I knew somebody who had a deep love for like campy sort of shitty superhero movies, I'd be like, I wouldn't re- ever recommend this to anybody. <laughs> That's because it's a terrible movie. So we we actually agree. But, but it isn't a terrible movie. It's not a great movie, but it's not like terrible. I, I just, I believe like, the word terrible should be reserved for films that are truly, truly terrible. Yeah. Ones that, ones that feature mysteries. Yes. <laughs> Cause they're so, not being stopped. We know that you wouldn't recommend it, but would you recommend someone not watch it? Yeah, I think so. I, I think like, I, I think if somebody was like, Oh man, I'm going to like sit down and watch the shadow. I'd be like, maybe don't. Yeah, so gotcha. I, think, I feel like that makes it a bad, really bad movie. If you recommend no, people, don't I, I, there's a lot. No, you don't understand. There's a lot of movies I wouldn't recommend people watch. Like that is no, not I, a mark of its quality. That's because there's a lot of really bad movies. And and also like the other thing is there's also like a lot of really really good movies. So it's like go watch one of those really good movies instead. Um. But yeah. but again, but again, like I I, I just think like uh, uh, having a good like rating scale that isn't just everything is terrible and here's like a couple good movies. Like right, but if our but if our rating scale is would recommend neutral and would recommend you don't watch it, or would recommend you watch it, uh, wouldn't recommend it, and would recommend you don't watch it. This ooh, is a. I ooh, recommend you don't watch. Ooh, it. another category: conceal its identity entirely. Don't even <laughs> so, let a person yeah. know about it. So, so fun, so funny story in in our on our um, season one rating list, we actually have a cutoff line where any movies below this are were simply not worth watching. There was zero value garnered from watching that movie. <laughs> we don't have this in season two yet like there hasn't been a movie truly terrible enough and there is actually one movie on our season one list that we have blacked out because it was so bad well, like what? every what? single one of us thought it you can, sucked you can, you can bleep it in the episode what's the title if i remember correctly it was happy gilmore yeah oh my god a childhood classic we literally everybody on the episode was in agreement of like oh man this was bad yeah, this it's so an Adam bad. Sandler child, childhood classic, which is why it's incredibly terrible. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah, I bet. I haven't watched it in many, many years. I, I kind of want to watch it. <laughs> we only, it only, only one person on the episode had seen it, I believe. So everyone else was oh, just wow. like fresh to it. It's like no, there's no, no, no uh, saving this. And and if I remember correctly, the person who had seen it before 
like when they went in the like intro to the episode were like yeah like i haven't seen this in a while but like i remember it being like 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 pretty fine and then they like afterwards they were like oh oh fuck (laughs) (laughs) that was bad (laughs) that's so cool is the is the problem that the that it was like cringe like that what they were making fun of was just very outdated or it was just a terrible movie Uh, all three all 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 the above yeah all the above it was not very funny main character was awful there's like two side characters who tried to redeem it but didn't have enough of the screen time nice was it chubbs i i i'm gonna be honest i, I can't i, I don't i, I like kind of i kind of bleached that Carl movie Weathers. from my memory <laughs> oh my god that's so that's this is great news i'm gonna watch that tonight <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so so like like what i would say is is like there was stuff in the shadow that i enjoyed um i did not have a terrible time watching that movie I didn't. I didn't regret watching that movie, <laughs> which right away puts it above a lot of other movies that I've watched. Where I'm like, no, this is actually irredeemably bad. Okay. Uh, there was nothing of value here, like not even a speck of of, of something where I'm like, ah, you know what? Like that was fine at least. Wow, just like the the, the phrase, there were things I enjoyed about the shadow. I just like yeah. I can't relate to it. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, um, I mean, at least for me personally, like obviously, like I've been very open about like my opposition to cringe and how it hurts me. The movie wasn't cringe, so like that right away puts it above other movies because I could sit there and watch it without like feeling pain. So there was that, but like honestly, it was it was like fine. Like it was it was very it was very fine. It had some moments where it was I was like okay yeah that was like kind of cool, and then it had other moments where I was like oh. This, this is a little lame. So so one of the reasons why I find movies like this so irritating <laughs> is it's it's trying to be something so cool. It's trying to start a franchise. It's trying to do all these amazing things. And it's just like these little choices in every shot, like every single shot that are baffling. Like Jeff and I watched the first 10 minutes again before we came on to – like right now and there's just within the first two minutes of the movie there's a full-on shot of alec of alec baldwin just yawning for like no reason like a very unnatural awkward yawn and we're just looking at each other like of like is this all they shot they were like this is where he looks this is what we want him to look like like we can't portray who he is in any other way it's just every single shot there's something lingers too long somebody's looking somewhere weird like I just I have a hard time watching those kinds of movies because it's like you could have done so much more. You could have done better. You could have done anything oh, else. Yeah. And like yeah, this yeah. is your choice. Like like, <laughs> a, like absolutely this movie could be better. Like you are <laughs> you are correct. Like again, I'm not I'm not sit, sitting here being like, "Oh man, The Shadow is an immaculate masterpiece." Like as a <laughs> franchise starter, this is awful. <laughs> like, like this is the worst way to try to try to kickstart a franchise. Like, dear God. Um, but as like a standalone, like mediocre superhero film, it's like fine. It's just like anybody who any of the executives sitting around being like, "Oh man, we're gonna make so much money in merchandising, and like we're gonna have like ten films, and it's gonna be so good." It's like, no, they were deluded. They were so fucking deluded. <laughs> Um, they made at least probably like 
five ninety nine off of merchandising because I had the action figure. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot to ask Chris if he had any of the action figures, so maybe they got some money from him. But like, like I'm sure those those guys had like super lofty dreams, and it's like, yeah, there's no way this movie was ever going to ever going to be that good. Tepper, I will give you that. Van Helsing was a better attempt at starting a franchise than was the Van Shadow Helsing? was. I don't even think Van Helsing was trying to start a franchise. Oh, I think it clearly was. I think I, it was like I don't let's, see it at all. Let's let's make the whole monster brothers grim world. Let's do let's make that cool the way that superheroes are. Like I can I can I think it's just so obviously like laying the groundwork for more of him going on little missions and i'm down i'm more down for that i i think you're viewing past movies too much through the lens of the current cinema i view every movie through the lens of the shadow (laughs) does that Hmm. help (laughs) um that's an interesting choice (laughs) please start a blog as I would love to read your movie reviews of all my reviews are reflected through the lens of the shadow. Everything <laughs> is compared to the shadow. Everything is understood through the shadow. Mm. I, I I don't know. I'd, I'd read that. I mostly grade my movies on like, are there tubes? It's <laughs> <laughs> the big thing. Mm-hmm. Tubes yeah. and cool knives. Yeah. I, I, I just think like, like Van Helsing, and obviously, like, I was younger uh, when I watched it, and I never, you know, didn't read any press, you know, releases or anything about it, if there was any plans to make it a franchise. But it always struck me as just like, uh, yeah, here's a standalone film. We just, like, got really? all the fun monster stuff that we wanted and shoved it into a movie. I bet you just just wait until uh, Hugh Jackman, like, his gambling addiction runs uh, like catches up with him or whatever. There's got to be something wrong with him, but he's gonna make another <laughs> fucking. There's got to be Helsing. something wrong. Yeah, it's versus it's like gonna the Loch Ness be, monster. It's gonna be like Creed. It's gonna be like Sylvester Stallone coming back in Creed in order to like revamp the Rocky franchise. I know I died the last movie, but I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how about I? How about if I get in the ring with a young kid? <laughs> Uh, man, Van Helsing revival right now would almost certainly be awful. <laughs> for I'm the same re- for the same reason that the Mummy revival was awful. Because <laughs> actually, like the Mummy would be an example of also what you you were talking about, yes. Lindsay, where yes. like it was a very blatant attempt at like we're doing Marvel but with monster, and then it died. <laughs> it died very quickly, in part because it was trying to be marvel but with monsters right um like i just remember seeing all the comments around that movie just being like oh oh this sucks and like (laughs) this is very clearly trying to yeah like just we all see what you're doing here yeah and it's not it's not good um Lindsay, have you seen the underworld movies no (laughs) (laughs) are they amazing are they gonna make sense to me are there Uh, tubes 
I, I actually have no idea if you would like those movies or if you would hate them. I actually don't want to know if you like them or not, because that's really going to influence my initial, <laughs> my going into it. <laughs> then I won't say anything. Then I will, I will say nothing. Okay, so we'll watch Happy be... Gilmore tonight and <laughs> Underworld movies. Underworld? In the morning. In the morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so so uh, a thing to note about the Underworld franchise is that it's like, six movies long or something oh like gosh. that uh, i've only uh, i think only the first three like there's the first three were made kind of pretty close together so like you can just watch the first three or how many of them you feel like watching um but uh, i i think they're interesting films um my, my mom was a big fan of underworld she would always watch those movies whenever they were on tv and uh it's around and watch with her um but yeah, I'd be very, very curious to hear your thoughts on on Underworld. All right, I'll get back to you on that one. I will. I will watch these movies, at okay. least three of them. <laughs> at least three. That's what I just got. That was the homework assignment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm very excited, very excited uh, to hear your thoughts on it. All right. Uh, but yeah, yeah, like, like the the shadow definitely suffers for trying to be a franchise starter um there's there's always like i think with movies that try to like that very deliberately try to be franchise starters there's uh a bit too much of like a try like they try too hard Mm -hmm. they try too hard and then they like like want to rush through the process rather than letting it develop naturally like i think like sorry go ahead no, I completely agree. Like, they, they don't leave you wanting more. Like, a good franchise starter would just be the origin story or just be, like, you know, following, you know, the hero versus one, you know, middling villain who you can... But but this movie tries to go from origin story to saving the entirety of New York City in one shitty movie and, like, break it up. Well, like, like again, like, um, that's not like, like, look, I, I think Iron Man is like the greatest example of what a good franchise starter looks like in that it is a self-contained story. Like, say Marvel never made any more superhero movies after right. Iron Man. Uh, by standing by itself, it is a good film. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, it requires no connections to other movies to enjoy um it is a good story good actors like you know, you know it like it's just a very very good film and then at the end because i'm pretty sure at the end of iron man they had yeah they did the they did have a post credit but you know they very slowly built the marvel universe into the absolute juggernaut it is today over many years and you know very very well selected what heroes should get their movies and who should direct them and so on. But like the shadow is not like a shining mark of quality that you would want <laughs> as your franchise starter. No, <laughs> it's really bad. Uh, in the same way, you know, the mummy was like, obviously not. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> if you want to start a franchise, like you better plan this shit out. <laughs> and, Alec Baldwin uh, ever been in a franchise? He's tried so hard. Three new Star Wars so movies. Far. We'll figure it out as we go. <laughs> Alec Baldwin is the leading man in the new Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> a terrible idea. Oh, awful. They should do it. 
in movie two we find out he's Palpatine. In movie three we find <laughs> out he's the genetic son of Palpatine. Somehow Alec Baldwin returned as the Shadow. <laughs> Darth the Shadow. <laughs> Darth Shadow. Not even Darth Shadow. Darth the Shadow. He knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men. <laughs> that question comes up so much. But not not just the men, but the the women and the children too. Very progressive. <laughs> did you did you ever go back and revisit the Grey Ghost episode of Batman the Animated Series? No, I have not had time. Um, but the, what, there was another movie you guys watched, uh, similar to Shadow, but you liked it. The Phantom. Oh, yes. The Phantom. Yes, because we were, we were talking with Chris about that, and Chris was saying, like, oh, no, they're absolutely correct. The Phantom's good. The Phantom's, <laughs> a, the Phantom's a great little movie. Okay. Everything I she, love whenever, about the whenever Phantom. Whenever Lindsay likes something, she refers to it as little. Because it's just a nice little thing. I just, I, I feel like I could hold it. I feel like I could hold it in my arms, and none of it would spill out because it's a self-contained movie and it's wonderful. It's just it's, everything that the Phantom does. I wish the Shadow did, and everything the Shadow is, it wishes it was the Phantom. That's how I feel about it. And also, you, you know, in the Titanic, the main bad guy, like Rose's fiance, who sucks. Yeah. Okay, so like I hate that guy. I hated that actor forever because I hated that character so much. And the Phantom made me like that guy. So maybe a little biased, but Oh, and there's a horse. <laughs> oh, okay, I see. I see. I see. <laughs> I understand now. Yeah, there's a horse <laughs> and a dog that are fairly prominent and Lindsay her her, her eyes just turn into hearts and oh, that, yeah. it's all over. He comes when you whistle. <laughs> Lindsay is very easy to please. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't yeah, even if, deny if the, it. Sh- if the shadow had one horse in it. Oh my God. The Love rating would movie. go up by like 10 points. No, there were horses in the beginning and I was like almost down for this movie. <laughs> now, now you just need to do a blog where like you just rate movies on how many horses are in them and how cool the horses are. Yes. Horse continuity. <laughs> <laughs> but uh uh yeah, I would I would want to watch the Phantom. I, I think that would be that'd be a cool one to sit down and, and that, watch. That's another uh Jeff loved it as a stupid little boy. Yeah, it's a stupid little boy movie for me. Along with Happy Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm very I I yeah, I'm I'm excited. Have you, have you got have thoughts. you watched have you watched uh, Billy Madison? So I watched the only one I saw, like a part of. I, I've never like watched it start to finish, but I watched a chunk of Billy Madison when I was younger. Okay. Okay. And I remember liking that movie and thinking it was so fucking funny. But I'm kind of afraid to like go back and watch it now. I don't think I've seen Billy Madison. I can't I'm remember. very interested to go back and see what, how I'll take in Adam Sandler's fucking buffoonery now. <laughs> Yeah, because like like that was the other thing about watching Billy Madison was or, or watching Happy Gilmore was I was like oh like I, I remember liking Billy Madison like surely it should like it's that it's the golden era of of Adam Sandler like surely, <laughs> yeah. surely it's like and it's like oh oh my god <laughs> this sucks yeah I feel like even at the time like as a child I could be like this is a bit much. <laughs> 
How old were you? So, I don't know. What when did Billy when did uh Happy Gilmore come out? Like 96? Yeah, that that sounds Yeah. So I would Tight have been, 90. I would have been yeah, 8 years old. <laughs> so and you know, as an 8-year-old, the way that my personality shakes out, I would have been like Adam Sandler could tone it down, I think, for all his clownishness in this golf-based movie. <laughs> just eight-year-old, so just imagine eight-year-old Jeff sitting in front of the TV going like, he, he, he really should tone it down. He's, he's far too much of a buffoon. With my sifter of brandy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and my parents blockbuster card jeff jeff's mom <laughs> recently called him the oldest three and a half year old <laughs> she's ever seen <laughs> it's true what does that mean <laughs> she said i was a very i was a very old three and a half year old <laughs> i don't know what that meant so you should have known better with the shadow i think at the time yeah I was like, just put on something to make me forget about my work day. <laughs> Could lose yourself in the, I don't know, the strange directing of the shadow. Mm, the loss of the tubes. The talking, biting knife. Oh, that takes me back to when I was a boy in the 1930s. <laughs> Yeah, so it's oh the shadow. What a strange movie, honestly. What All a right. long, strange movie it was. I mean, if you land on that, I, I, I won't think that we completely disagree. <laughs> I mean, we we don't. Our our differences are in matters of degrees. Mm-hmm. Like like I I think it's a mediocre movie, and you think it's like the worst thing ever filmed. Hmm. What do you think is the worst ever filmed? The worst thing ever filmed? Yeah. Uh, let or me the check worst our thing you've seen, I guess. Let me check maybe, our maybe season it's... 1 list of Honestly, it could be Cats. That's the the, mm. the recent Cats. I I Oh, I, I haven't tried. seen the recent Cats. I could yeah. only watch it in 5 minute chunks. Like that's the most I could handle and I only Oof. made it 25 minutes. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't see the we we did watch the the OG. I bet well, that's better. I bet it's better. Of the it, it was like it was like fine. Yeah, it was pretty okay. Okay, here's Tepper, I understand. Okay. I understand okay, what okay. our difference is. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Jeff and I we're we're ancient Greek philosophers. When you say the word <laughs> fine, that means like the good. Like that is that is a great <laughs> word. When you call something fine, that's like Fine. Top compliment, fine art shit. So I hear that and I go, no. <laughs> okay, okay. Trash. I, yeah, like I use fine and like mediocre kind of interchangeably. Okay. Like, hey, like, how you doing? I'm fine. But it means yeah. you're doing awful. <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing? I don't know. I, I'm like the shadow. <laughs> <laughs> how, how are you? Somebody you call seen, a doctor. <laughs> have you seen the 1994 film? The Shadow starring Alec Baldwin. <laughs> That's how like I'm that. doing right now. <laughs> Fine, like grains of sand. I'm Anakin. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so looking at our season one list, um, 
Bed knobs and broomsticks is the one at the bottom. But that, that one is like a little bit of like a meme thing being put there. It's not a very good movie, but uh, the truly worst movie that we, we watched was Osmosis Jones. <gasps> Take it back! <laughs> it was bad. It was so bad. Can I tell you a little secret? Well, don't tell me you like Osmosis Jones. I mean, I haven't watched it in a long time, so I don't know how the movie holds up, but... Osmosis Jones was one of my first crushes as a little girl. <laughs> like the the character. Like the, the animated the, the character. The titular character. Yes, Osmosis Jones was so Isn't cool. Isn't it voiced by Chris Rock? Yes. 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 Cool. That's so cool. Oh my god. <laughs> my so. opinion of you has dropped. No! You're like a rock. Are you serious? So like I mean we I mean you can listen to the episode but like the animated stuff very good yeah uh too, oh the Bill Murray too, stuff is disgusting too yes. much of that yeah it it, yeah. it is it is like like I yeah like I, I don't consider myself like a super squeamish person but like the the real life stuff had me going like no this is this is just fucking gross that movie taught me to fear my body in <laughs> I think like almost probably too much because I was like oh the yeah. body is disgusting this is the uh, worst yeah. news ever but I, I think it made me like think about my insides and my outsides <laughs> like, <laughs> like you could have you could have just had an an uh, an overweight Bill Murray still being funny and then had everything that was happening in the animated part it would be yeah it would be a very it would be a very good movie <laughs> Uh, it, it leans a little too heavily on racial stereotypes to a degree that's a little like, ooh. Uh, okay. We're going to have to but, rewatch this but, one. But, like, if uh, uh, John is, like, mostly correct in that it would be, like, a pretty good animated movie if it was just the animated parts. Because, like, it, it's... It, it's uh, well, that, that's basically what you said. Like, you said... It would no, be I said, I said, I said, don't have Bill Murray be disgusting. Oh, oh. <laughs> Yes, yes, that's true. That is true. Because <laughs> like, he's a great actor, and very funny. yeah, and yeah. He could he could have done plenty of not being a healthy role model for his daughter without being completely deplorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm. We don't have to linger on this, but I'm just gonna tell you. <laughs> I'm gonna say right now, having Osmosis Jones below Atlantic Rim and Catwoman. <laughs> Is like harming me. Catwoman sucks. Catwoman sucks. Also, have you seen Atlantic Rim? Notably, not Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim is one of my favorite junk food movies. Oh, it's great. It's yes. a great. Yeah. Movie. Oh, yeah. Pacific Rim is a really good movie. Also, the sequel's very good. I don't know what people have issues with. I totally agree with you. Um, I haven't seen Atlantic Rim because I can only assume it's it's <laughs> it's insulting. like a sci-fi straight to yeah straight to TV <laughs> to, uh, uh, rip off. Atlantic Rim is a fun movie if you watch it with a couple other people. Yeah, and you rip. just you, you just kind of like can talk over it, make jokes about it, riff on it. Mm. So it's good to be mean to. And if you like, just look at and if you like, just occasionally seeing Graham Greene on the screen. Huh? Yeah. He's Otherwise, it is an awful movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, Osmosis Jones is like, yeah, truly the like worst movie I think I've seen. Wow. Wow. That's yeah, pretty fair. 
Now, also keep in mind, like I'm not a huge movie watcher. Um, so We've established like, that over the past couple of years. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, even beyond the childhood movies, like I don't, I don't watch a lot of TV. I don't watch a lot of movies. So when I say Osmosis Jones is like the worst movie I've ever seen, it's the worst movie within, obviously, the movies I've seen, which is like a small proportion. Um, and like also saying that there's some, uh, some also like some really terrible movies on that list. Um, Catwoman is terrible. Atlantic Rim, not a very good movie. Sorcerer's Apprentice, hate it. Well, there's a few scenes in Sorcerer's Apprentice that are fine, but we it's get, also we, not very we good. got a lot of good memes out of it. Yes, <laughs> yes, and that's what matters. Yeah, but yeah, Osmosis Jones is 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 the worst. Uh, so there's like like Great the shadow villain though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly terrifying. Yeah, 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 yeah. What, yeah. Up there with Hopper. One of one of the most terrifying animated villains. He's just cool. Like he's just cool design. Like very menacing. I can't remember who voices him, but uh, does an absolutely incredible performance. And like a uh, lot off screen usually, but like he just murders people. <laughs> oh <laughs> like, yeah, many Lots many. And like kind of brutal in how he does it too. Like when you do see, yeah, it. It just his, when he makes his hand all pointy and just like, yeah, Phew. yep. All right. Anyway. Well, we're approaching the length of a normal episode. <laughs> yeah, this was a good good discussion though. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of the next movie we're watching. <laughs> This is Connor Core. This is this is like explains so much about you. This was obviously made by a man, and me and Connor were just looking at each other like, "Yeah," and it rules. It fucking <laughs> rules. Also, mommy, every sorry, shot mommy. In her entire sequence is done from like the knee level looking up at her ass. <laughs> yeah. Literally, all the evil in the universe. You're welcome, little girl. Bye. It's like you will watch my home movies. I went to great effort to make these. <laughs> She's like, these home movies suck. Here's when I went to Hawaii. Surprisingly, no one dead. Yeah. <laughs> Different styles, and yet it was still like a very cohesive whole. More Canadian content like this, please. <laughs> those are titties. They're nice titties, but like th- those are titties, my guy. Listen here, I'm gonna. You're gonna walk in. I'm gonna be in the most bisexual pose possible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that man was not straight. <laughs> Damn. Damn, they really. They I really forgot just... that this movie was rated R. It's like, yeah, we found this orb, and when people touch it, they melt. <laughs> and a lot of people just want to touch it. Stop the army, little twink boy. <laughs> That's right, it's heavy metal. So please watch along, and when the episode comes out, send us any questions or comments you have to contact at downloadablezebras.com, or message us on Twitter at DLZebra, or search for downloadablezebras on Facebook. So yeah, uh, Connor and Chris will be be bringing heavy metal. Uh, I recently figured out that it's not the movie I thought it was, so I have no knowledge of it. Okay, okay. So it'll be it'll be a time. Yeah, I'm 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 excited because uh, we were originally before the pandemic uh, fully kicked in. We might we almost had the chance to see it in theaters. Uh, and I I know 
um, Chris and Connor think very highly of this movie. So I'm, I'm excited to see what's in store because Connor, Connor movies tend to either be like the worst things ever or some of the best things ever. So, you know, see if it's a win or a loss. Interesting. I only know heavy metal from South Park because they did a sort of parody of it. They but sure did. I, I haven't, I haven't seen the, the movie itself. I yeah, I didn't know at the time that it was a parody of heavy metal, but thinking in retrospect, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot of sense. As always, you can find us all on downloadablezebras.com, and a special thanks to Apeit Jazz for the use of our theme song. You can find them on YouTube. I'll follow the link in the description. Downloadable Zebras is a dedicated group of friends that make independent content. If you want to support us and ensure that we stay ad-free, go to patreon.com slash downloadablezebras. For $3 a month, you'll get bonus shows and access to the special patrons-only section of our Discord. Thanks for listening.